Shows. Hi, I'm Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me weekdays from 10 to 1 on Fox Across America on News Talk 930 KROE, and you better not miss it. From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your hosts on the Jackson Electric Open Lines, Steve Sisson and Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I am Floyd Whiting here with my friends Steve Sisson, Trevor Jackson, Aaron Linden, Madison Danforth is uh, currently taking a test mm. right now. We yeah. wish her the best of luck up there. I'm sure she'd rather be here. Uh, Education <laughs> over the show? Come I, on. You know, really? Really? <laughs> well, I did say off the air that she's studying music, and the only way to make less money professionally is to be in broadcasting. Absolutely. <laughs> so. Come join us. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Go ahead and give us a call, 674-4443 or 672-5763. And we're going to go to the poll question, but uh, as we've stated before, this is far from scientific ladies yeah. and gentlemen uh we've been trying to work on the poll here and ensure that people can't vote twice oh there's always ways around but there's always yeah. ways around it so yeah. uh now there's a part of me that just wants it gone because we can't trust the numbers i mean it, it doesn't even matter what the poll is <laughs> it's really more just for discussion it's that's purposes, exactly really it's, it's exactly what it's for and I, I don't think it's like completely like i mean i suppose you could say it's it's skewed enough where you can't make anything worthwhile out of the numbers but i think still you can get some sort of an idea here i think you could yeah. i think you could and and you know uh, knowing the audience uh it, it, that says a lot as well mm -hmm. so um you know i i once asked what kind of dog sheridan would be if it was a dog. <laughs> <laughs> and uh boy you should you should have read some of the comments that i received on that one <laughs> it was that one the db cooper the two most popular right oh, so man. <laughs> oh. the db cooper we just, we just talked about db cooper the other day and it was surprising how many people didn't even know who he was? Yeah, I mean, well, it's been I'm long like, what? Yeah. Now. It's it's been yeah. so. It's time for him to come back out. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. people have forgotten about him. He could he could surface now and blend into society, and we wouldn't know. Well, geez, how old would he be by now? I don't know. Ooh. What the, that happened in the early seventies, right? I was going to say he'd be in nineties, probably. I don't think he's coming back. No, I don't think he's coming back. And the amount of money <laughs> that he stole, if he actually lived through that ordeal, he's already spent it. Mm. Yeah. The money is gone. What would be funny is if somebody surfaced with hard evidence that they were D.B. Cooper and they were like 99 years old. <laughs> yeah. And they Deathbed like, confession. Yeah, yeah. And then they just come forward and say, I'm going to tell you the whole story. I'll well, tell there you have how been I got a, away with There's it. been a few of those. There have I, been a few deathbed have, confessions. I can remember. You remember that old show, Unsolved Mysteries? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was a great that show. That was going to give you nightmares before you go to sleep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Loved it. When I was a kid. That was a fantastic show. <laughs> but I can remember him talking about some individual in Florida who had, uh, on his deathbed, he told his wife, mm -hmm. I'm D.B. Cooper. And she's like, who? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he yeah. said, I want you to go out to the yard under this rock or blah, blah, blah. You'll find some stuff that I buried years ago. And sure enough, she did. She found a bunch of stuff mm -hmm. out there. Yeah, but who doesn't have piles of cash buried in the backyard? <laughs> really? Come on, Floyd. Well, see, that's the thing. It wasn't money. Oh. It wasn't money. 
But uh, speaking of money, let's go to the poll and uh, yeah. let's check uh, check and see what folks had to say. Question was, do you support the general purpose excise tax, which is also known as the optional one cent sales tax? And we had a yes, no undecided on there. And uh, the results right now, 51% of those responding say no. Uh, that's compares to 46% who say yes and oh, no. 3% undecided. Wait. Was that backwards? I thought yes was more. Uh, no, no is more. The no, no is got, more. The no oh. got more, yeah. Interesting. 51%. I read no. it wrong yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's but, been pretty close. Uh, right now, though, it's it's uh, it's not close enough where the undecideds would make up the difference if they were all actually yeses. You know what I find interesting about that, though? I mean, I'm kind of channeling Rush Limbaugh with my big stack <laughs> you got of your stuff stay. here. Everyone's got their papers <laughs> in front And uh, since 1988, so 34 years, this thing has been approved for yeah. 34 consecutive years and it's been anywhere from 58 to 72 percent in favor of yeah so that yeah maybe it's not very scientific well, that's, that's why we're kind of wondering because <laughs> either either the the uh, climate has changed a lot and inflation and other factors are really making people not support this like they used to or the poll is uh, not trustworthy, and it's probably actually a bit of both. It's it's a, it, it may be a bit of both. You never really know. That's the hard part about this poll. That's mm -hmm. why I, I'm not I'm not crazy about the poll. Uh, it's it's difficult to try and get uh, any real hard numbers off of something like this. And and just keep that in mind, folks, when you uh, vote on anything online. Yeah, these are completely not scientific. They're, they're not scientific. Yeah. Uh, that's why individuals actually pay so much money. <laughs> Uh, to certain companies that do this kind of stuff. And so even they, they have margins of error. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. I think every Plus or single... Plus or minus 3%. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Every single poll does. Uh, we've got a caller. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Jackson Electric open line. Yes, boys. It'll be interesting to see uh, what, how this turns out on the actual voting as opposed to the poll. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I know that your machine doesn't let someone uh, vote uh, continuously, right? Like they're stacking the numbers because they it kind of automatically keeps track of that. Yeah, you'd, you'd have like to be to, a, a little bit determined, but you could still do it. Mm hmm. I'd like to return to last week's uh, uh, poll question there about the corporal punishment, and um, I don't know if you know if you, if you do something you're not supposed to and uh, the uh, consequences hurt, it seems like that would be impressed upon the the, uh, the person that, you know, maybe they shouldn't do that. And uh, with a, with a uh, general um, feeling of, of uh, people not being responsible for their own actions, and I'll refer in the, in the extreme to the school shootings, um, and the and the people who just uh, the police turn on their lights and people just take off and and ignore um, the commands to stop or the the signals that they should stop or anything else. So there's complete disregard for um, the, the consequences of your actions. And I don't know if just if that's a trend or whatever. On the other hand, when you look at uh, uh, how punishment works. Uh, Ukraine might be a, kind of an example. Uh, Putin is punishing the, the Ukrainians to no degree, uh, and but you know, the, that just uh, bowed those people's necks, and they're actually fighting back. So the 
the the results can be uh, exactly the opposite of what you intended. Um, it just doesn't uh, it doesn't seem to make sense. I I think um, rather than smack somebody around, I think uh, parents should exercise other means of. Um, you know, making one's consequences. And we're talking about young people growing up, the the, uh, consequences of owning up to their uh, responsibilities and consequences of their actions are, are not, um, it just doesn't seem to be uh, taking effect the way it should be. Yeah, I think there are there are multiple ways of making things hurt. They don't have to physically hurt to still have uh, you know repercussions and make you regret doing something. And they've they've yeah, done studies behind this. Um, now now, when it comes to corporal punishment in schools, the majority of the districts within the state, even though it is still protected legally, they don't use it. I, I, um, I do believe the, the doctor said that only two uh, districts within the state still use this as a practice. Um, so even if it is protected by law, uh, we have to look at the fact that it's not being used anyway. Mm-hmm. So let's just pull it out. Let's, let's yank that off the law books and and find the other ways that these other districts within the state i do believe that there's 42 but uh i'm i'm, I'm just spitballing like i want that. that's i'm taken from memory and that thing has been going for a while so it's, it's the, it's the that, bandwidth it's, it's, his, yeah. his memory and the poll question are kind of neck and neck <laughs> on reliability yeah, that's yeah. right that's right but uh but i do believe you know if if the majority of the districts aren't even using this anyhow then what's the purpose in even keeping it around as an option? Uh, they've got new ways of doing things, and, uh, you know, they're better ways. So let's embrace those. Let's embrace change as opposed to fighting against it, literally just to fight against it. Right. You're not, you know, I haven't heard from anybody uh, yet who is pro-capital punishment, mm. or excuse me, Pro corporal punishment of children or capital punishment or capital, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. but but see it's no one wants to come out and talk for it right so that's because they know it's not in my opinion it's not the right thing to do well it's just one of those antiquated laws like well if you have a group of twenty five or more you can't dance yeah <laughs> come on yeah well yeah. you know I do when the doc was on the show with me the other day I think I'm I brought up the fact that there used to be a law in the state of Wyoming where females couldn't even stand within a certain footage of a bar right things have changed right it's it's time to take this garbage you can't walk your bus. elephant down main street maybe we it's, keep it's that insane. one i don't know it's insane. Yeah, i was gonna say the day will come <laughs> where you'll be glad that blog so, exists yep. so it's gonna look around <laughs> yeah. and go and that's why that's still there <laughs> yep. and yep. that's why that's still there all right we got another caller go ahead you're on the jackson electric open line oh good morning to the two of you um I'm calling uh, just in anticipation of the general election coming up, and I wanted to encourage people. Uh, I've, I've brought this up before. 
Uh, in preparation for that, a couple of things. You can go to Why Vote and look at profiles of uh, candidates here in Sheridan County. And also, very important that people understand that most of the competition is actually in nonpartisan races, uh, including the council, school uh, board trustees, college trustees. And on Why Vote, you can go in and see very thorough descriptions of the responsibilities of school boards and college boards. It's important that people understand that so as they're listening to the candidates, they understand the degree to which the candidates are addressing what their real responsibilities are. Yeah. And then the other really good source, there's a lot out there um, and a lot of, of uh, stuff that's showing up on, on Facebook and all, but the chamber forums are available on YouTube, and that should give you a very good understanding or, or some clarity around who those are. So uh, I, I just want to encourage people, given that we are just now a little over two weeks away, uh, several, a lot of people have already voted, but really know the candidates, but also know the, the jobs. And then uh, I wanted to point out that the November elections, that when you get your, your ballot, there's really only competition in a few places outside of those nonpartisan. Uh, for the governor, superintendent of public instruction in Sheridan County, uh, uh, Senate District 20, uh, which is central Sheridan, and then Bighorn, Ranchester, and uh, Dayton, as well as HD 29, which is central Sheridan. Uh, so there's there's really not competi- much competition because that was primarily decided, as usual, in the primary. And I just wanted to point out that there's a lot of talk about crossover and those things. But what I want to, to really have people understand is that the number of registered voters who did not vote in the primary in Sheridan County, that was over six thousand registered voters who did not vote and that includes 3700 republicans uh so uh a a total of 6000 uh who did not vote uh and overwhelmingly that was republican and in the state it's over a hundred thousand so uh you know it's it's a little too late for the the primary but I want people to understand that there's not going to be a lot of choices outside of nonpartisan because of how much it's de- decided in the primary. Absolutely. I want to thank you for calling in, Gail. Uh, every time you call, it's, uh, it's a breath of fresh air, my friend. I appreciate your knowledge <laughs> in the subject. I appreciate what you do with Why Vote. That's a fantastic resource. It's yeah. a fantastic yeah. resource for voters. Folks, if you don't know about this, uh, this is a, a website. You can jump on there. It's wyvote.vote. And, and you can check on the candidates who, who have chosen to participate. You can read what they stand for. You get an idea of their platform. It's nonpartisan. Uh, it, it, it's yeah. level all the way around. And the candidates submit that information themselves. Yes. So it's, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. So, so get on there. Learn what you can. Go in there. An informed voter is a good voter. I've got another caller. Go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric open line. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I just wanted to comment on that deal where, that they're um, 
that's coming up to the uh, city council about <clears throat> people uh, are opening up this deal where people can build their home but not own the land. The land trust. Land trust. Well, you know, that to me, it just seems like somebody wants their hands in somebody else's pie. And I would be real skeptical on that going through with. And I'd be, uh, you know, I encourage people, because I haven't read all about it, but I know it's coming before the city council um, this week. Um, and I, I will go find more about it, but I'm really skeptical about that. If somebody has more information, it just seems like a scheme. A scheme. Okay. Well, uh, how, do, how does it seem like a scheme? And I would ask you, how does it appear that somebody wants their hand in someone else's pie? Because the people that build the house or purchase a house, sure, they own the house, but they don't own the land. When it comes to um, reselling it, who... Who else gets a piece of your pie? I think I would be qualified to answer this question. I think you would. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I, I so the Housing Land Trust, basically, that is correct. The Housing Land Trust would own the land under the home. You would own the home. And the value of it at resale would be based on things yet to be determined, whether that's inflation, inflation cola, whatever it is. It would not be market rate simply due to the fact that it would keep it at an affordable level. It's a starter home, workforce housing, attainable housing, affordable housing, whatever term you want to use for it. And you own the home and through a, a lease, you would own any tenants improvements and betterments that were done to it. Once you go to sell it, it's sold at an whatever. A capped it, it, price. It's capped price to keep it affordable for the next buyer. So that the difference between habitat is once you are in that home, you own it and the land outright. You're there a year. You sell it at market value. You know, you, you get into a house maybe for two fifty, and now you're selling it for four eighty. These homes are a starting place to help you build a little bit of equity, get out of it with a little bit more money than what you started with and open it up for somebody else. And it's not necessarily keeping a hand in the pie. There would be a, a – it's yet to be determined because it hasn't been through yet. The board hasn't made the decisions. But it would either be a percentage or a flat cost of, okay, this amount of money from the sale of the home goes back to the Housing Land Trust to perpetuate it into the future so that it is sustainable and we have options in Sheridan for people that cannot afford a down payment and mortgage on a half a million dollar home to get started. Does that clear some uh, stuff up for you? Well, kind of, sort of, but that's, that's what's said. But usually when things come down to the nitty-gritty, it doesn't work that way. And I just, I'm not for it. Okay. 
All right. She's not for it. And you don't have to be. And you that's don't have the, to be. That's yeah. a great thing yeah. about this country and the First Amendment. <laughs> that's right. All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break. You're listening to the Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Sure. Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high efficiency LED lighting or fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring, or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Here's Johnny. Hi, Johnny. Welcome to Homestar. My name is Matt. It looks like you and your family really need to find a new place to call home. And before the snow flies, for sure. Red rum. Red rum. Red rum. Red rum. Red rum. While we work on your home loan, go to sharedmedia.com and vote in the scariest movies of all time movie bracket presented by Homestar. You'll be entered for a chance to win $100 in chamber bucks just for voting. Come play with us. Hey, it looks like the twins have joined us. Homestar, your easiest way home. NMLS number 70864. Have you been to SheridanCommercial.com? Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. I invite you to explore and compare prices of our wide selection of quality office supply products by going online to SheridanCommercial.com. That's SheridanCommercial.com. Plus, we carry a line of office supplies in our store for your everyday needs. The Sheridan Commercial Company Office Supply Department at 303 Broadway or explore over 42,000 items online at SheridanCommercial.com. As we enter the fall months, have you made that plan to market your business? Are you stuck, confused on what to do? Hi, this is Bob Grammons, General Manager at Sheridan Media. Let us help you put a plan in place as we gear up for the holiday season. Sheridan Media can market your business on up to nine different radio stations. We can place your print ad in front of nearly 18,000 households in Sheridan and Johnson County with the Country Bounty. Or market your business worldwide through a variety of digital products that we offer. We can also place your ad on our two websites. Let our creative and experienced marketing team put a well-thought-out and professional, comprehensive marketing plan together to connect with your customers on multiple media platforms. No high pressure. Let's tell your story, whether locally or across the country. Call Sheridan Media today at 672-7421 or email sales at SheridanMedia.com and let us go to work for you. Good morning and welcome back to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I'm Floyd Whiting here with my friends Steve Sisson, Trevor Jackson, Aaron Linden, Madison Danforth is uh, up at the school taking a test today, so she is not in attendance. This morning we're talking about, uh, well, we're kind of going over a bunch of issues. Uh, We've touched on the housing land trust that's early in its development. We've also been talking a little bit about the 1% and what you think about it. If you are against 
the 1%. I want you to give us a call. Tell me why uh, you're against the 1%. I, I will listen. Uh, I, I, may, I may present arguments, but I, I will absolutely listen. I want to know why you don't support this uh, penny tax. <clears throat> you know, um, some, I'm kind of a numbers guy, right? Mm-hmm. I like numbers because they prove points. If you spent $100,000 in this community yourself, the 1% would cost you $1,000. That's literally nothing out of 100000 mm-hmm. You're not spending 100000 If it didn't pass and you got to save a penny on what you spend in this town, what are we talking? Yeah, yeah how much is that? $300? Yeah, out of, out, of, out of a year? I, yeah. I mean... Yeah. But people don't have a problem spending seven fifty a day for a latte. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, how many lattes would it take for you to offset that? It, it's so beneficial since this was first passed in nineteen seventy six. Yeah, I think it was seventy six. Hundred and fifty seven million dollars to the county of Sheridan. Come on. 60% of that goes to the city. It's based on population. State keeps four. You know, county gets one. Or, yeah, county gets one, I believe. And, or cap tax gets one. And then the rest of the communities share the rest of that money, of which 60% comes to the city of Sheridan. Imagine if we had to cut what we've done with this money, projects, by 60%. Roads, you know, sewer projects, funding, you know, the hub on Smith for some of their programs that are really needed. I mean, the 1%, you're not going to notice it if it goes away or you're in your own pocket. You're not going to notice it, but you are going to see it around town. Mm -hmm. Potholes. Oh man. Stray animals, uh, services, uh, all across the board for 501c3s would have to be reduced. I spoke with, uh, the advocacy and resource center of Sheridan County, uh, earlier this month, their costs, have gone through the roof, and yet their federal funding is constantly being cut. Right. So she has had to find ways to keep this vital resource in our community going. Uh, It's that way across the board. Um, These 501c3s feed children, helps people out of abusive situations, uh, stray animals are taken in because of this money. Uh, and, and I can tell you folks, you know, when it, when it's out of sight, it's out of mind, right? <clears throat> we're that yep. way. We're that way with a lot of stuff. I'm that way with a lot of stuff. And I do have a dog in the fight, but when it comes to the animal shelter, they are busier than I ever would have thought they they should be mm-hmm. for a town this size. Right. The amount of animals that go through that place is staggering. And and it really honestly it surprised me. And and it's the same over at St. Francis in Buffalo. It blows my mind. How yeah. many dogs are abandoned? Are just suddenly no one knows where they come from. Mm. Nobody right. knows where they come from. Just got dropped off. This ran. is, you know, <laughs> this isn't like a mouse. This is a dog. Right. Right. Yeah. And no one knows where it came from. I'll tell you what, if my dog went missing, 
You'd know. Everyone would know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. But I mean, it just kind of really surprises me that we're even still at that stage as a society. Right. You know, this isn't New Orleans. This isn't some big city or a, a metropolis where we've got other smaller cities around us. This is a very small community. I should know whose dog that is. <laughs> right, right. Or, or at least that somebody's out there looking for it. I just don't get it. But that is just one thing. Mm -hmm. That is just one organization, okay? And the Advocacy Center is just another organization. The Hub on Smith. How many different 501c3s would not be able to get by? Well, you would have CASA, Child Development Center, Sheridan Health, uh, programs for at-risk youth, Sheridan County Public Health, Northern Wyoming Mental Health, and then some unallocated contingencies. So it's just an idea that, okay, let's, let's say it doesn't pass. What would happen in that amount of time? How much would we lose on public works? Let's just break it down. Let's say we're not giving any money to 501c3s at all. We're just, we're going to strip it out of there. So now it's that just makes up about 6%. 6% I that. mean, again, it's, it's not a giant number that's going to 501c3s. So right. the people that make the argument, oh, you're funding nonprofits, you're doing 6%. I mean, that's out of everything. What you're really looking at is city buildings, streets, sidewalks, utilities, storm drainage, recreational facilities, park development, pathways, things like that. Two million bucks. Lion's share goes yeah. to things that everybody uses every day. And if that's gone, where does that come from? I mean, you, you got to take it from somewhere. Yeah, so what would happen to the pathways if if this didn't pass? Right. Uh, there's money, obviously, to expand it, to maintain it. Uh, what would happen? And then what would be the domino effect from that? What do the pathways do? Someone might say, well, we've got plenty of pathways. We're done with them. All right, well, we stop funding them. Right? We decide we're not going to do this anymore. Great. So now the pathways break down to the point where you can't use them. So right. now you have seniors and individuals within this city who no longer get out and take a walk on the pathways. Mm -hmm. Now I've got an issue up at the hospital because health, the public health of Sheridan, could drop. Now let's say that that's even just a small percentage, but that's still a major, major increase. Mm-hmm. At the hospital, a small percentage of, of the public health is a major increase in your hospitals. And we, after the years that we have had, we know what that's like when all of a sudden that starts flooding in. Right. Yeah. Right. So uh, everybody benefits from this. Uh, if you don't support this, I want to hear from you. I want to hear how we're going to fund this other stuff. Uh and we've got a caller right now. Go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric open line. Yeah, I wanted to get in on this conversation. I was one of the guys that uh, voted against it. Uh, I'm not absolutely against the 1% sales tax, but it's, I think, the biggest hoax Sheridan has ever seen, and I'll tell you why. Uh, when I was a kid, and Evidently, it must have been in the 70s. The history haters in Sheridan, which we still have a lot of, wanted to bulldoze the courthouse and build a new one. Well, people didn't want our beautiful old courthouse bulldozed, so people raised cane about it. And 
so then the city boys decided to build a new one on the side of the old one. Oh, and by the way, they said the old one was sliding down the hill. Uh, the contractor that built the new courthouse said if the old one ever slid down the hill, it was because it was weakened by the new courthouse. But anyway, they talked the public into voting for a 1% sales tax to build a new courthouse, which was fine. I've never voted for higher taxes for myself. I'm a conservative. I don't like high taxes. But everybody thought, well, that's a pretty good cause, so I didn't vote against it. And after the new courthouse was built, then people decided, well, we've got all this money coming in. We want to build some other new stuff, including the senior center, which I think is a good thing. But that worked pretty good. So then they passed another 1% sales tax. So we actually have two 1% sales taxes. And I actually went to school when kids were taught the three R's. And one plus one is two, unless that's been changed. So our sales tax is shared in 6%, and I think it should be 5, 5%. I would be happy with that. Uh, some towns like Warden and Cody have always had a 4% sales tax, and they seem to be doing all right. They may have changed it. I don't know. but So anyway, I... I started voting against the 1% sales tax, but it always passes because people think if they pay higher taxes, they'll get something for free. And also, I, I want to cover three subjects, and I'll try to make it short. As far as spanking kids, I, I'm pretty uncomfortable with schools doing it, but the schools, as the teachers tell me, have pretty much lost control of the kids. And a teacher can't even put his hand on the back of a kid on their shoulder if they're crying or something. And the parents are being told they could go to jail if they spank their kids, which I'm pretty sure is not true. And I had a little boy come live with me that's three years old, and his mother taught him that if he screamed and threw a fit, he'd get whatever he wanted. Well, I put an end to that. <laughs> I won't put up with that. And because I believe families should be happy and enjoy living with each other. And so I dusted his pants a few times and got him straightened out, and he found out that was a pretty good deal because when he was a good kid and said please and thank you to people and things like that, they liked him and gave him candy. So he thought, thought maybe that was a pretty good deal. And But the third thing, I wanted, I like to end with a funny story. So one of you guys mentioned uh, walking an elephant down Main Street. In 
Bangkok, Thailand, they walk elephants down the main streets. And the reason I know that is because my wife and I wanted to go to a nightclub to listen to a blues band. And the traffic in Bangkok is is just unbelievable. It's bumper-to-bumper cars, and they drive like they're on a racetrack. And I think they actually would run right over a person if you got in front of them. And so anyway, we were standing there trying to figure out how to find a taxi and get to this nightclub, and this guy come walking down the sidewalk with an elephant. So I asked him if we could ride on his elephant because it turned out they were going to this same place almost right next door to where we wanted to go. Well, as it, tur- excuse me, as it turned out, my wife couldn't figure out how to climb up on an elephant with a nice long dress on, so we didn't use the elephant. So he went on his way, and we got a taxi, and we went to this music place, and the darn elephant beat us there. <laughs> so I've laughed about that ever since. All right. Greatly appreciate the call. we got to take a quick commercial break. This is the Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930 KROE 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Plug into Jackson Electric and feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high-efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation, wiring at home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing service. Call Jackson Electric, and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Hi, I'm Jack Wood, and I'm running for Sheridan City Council. I can tell you when it comes time to make decisions that affect the city and the residents, I will have a clear conscience with my decision. I have only one ad that has been made for me in this campaign that I did not pay for. Because I've worked for this person for five years, and she knows how dedicated I am to my work, family, and the city of Sheridan. I have paid for my campaign by myself and with no outside influences. I'm asking for your vote for Sheridan City Council in November. Paid for by Jack Wood. Then find me no cure, for tis only love that I know to be pure. Oh, sweet Nigel, what do I do? Your poetry moves me in indescribable ways. It makes me want to sing and dance and see the encore performances of Something Rotten at the Y.O. Theater. Then what's stopping you? Oh, you startled me. You see, my Puritan father would never approve. Come on. This is the 16th century. It's time to loosen that corset. Yes, but Something Rotten is a musical. A very funny musical starring my dearest love. He would never understand. Well, you're going to miss one of the best shows of the year if you keep with that attitude. And it's only playing October 20th through the 23rd. You're right. To thine own self be true. I'll get my tickets at wildtheater.com for an encore performance of Something Rotten. Huzzah! Welcome to the Renaissance and the Wild Theater. 
Moss Holders Design Center would like to help you update your living room this fall. So right now, every sofa, every sectional, and every love seat is on sale. Moss Holders showroom is filled with excellent American-made brands like Southern Motion, England, Omnia Leather, Intermountain, and more. Whether you'd like top-grain leather sofas or a new fabric sectional, Moss Holders has lots of in-stock choices. During the sale, receive extra discounts on all accent chairs, recliners, and swivel gliders. That's Moss Holders Living Room Sale, going on now. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. Whether you fill out the community survey, attend a listening session, or just want to hear the preliminary results, we want you. Come to the Community Review Town Hall Meeting on Thursday, November 3rd, from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. at the Y.O. Theater Black Box. Your input will help prioritize topics from the survey and listening sessions. Your suggestions will influence where future dollars are spent in Sheridan County. No reservations are needed. Just show up. Click on the Thrive 2035 logo on SheridanCounty.com for more information. Good morning. Welcome back to the Jackson Electric Open Line. I'm Floyd Whiting, and I'm here with my friends Steve Sisson, Aaron Linden, and Trevor Jackson. Madison is away today. Give us a ring, 674-4443 or 672-5763. We've been talking about the 1%. We've been talking about elephants walking down the street. <laughs> yeah. All kinds of stuff going on today. <laughs> well, a couple interesting things that I just want to bring up. I what do. Please what do. is probably, Floyd, you go out and spend money. Where is the majority of your money spent? On what items? Okay, if I really think about this, it's the things that, uh, honestly, that 1% actually doesn't cover. Rent. Rent. Rent's a big one. Um, and then, of course, you know, electricity. Non-prepared food items? Not, yeah, like well, your yeah. groceries? Yeah, groceries yeah, are big. And, yeah, and that's one of the things about so this is yeah. it really is a, a tax based on the goods that you consume because rent... Not included. Yeah. Food, not included. I mean, prepared food is. You're going to pay it on, you know, Go fast to a food. Yeah, things re- like restaurants, that. fast food, yeah. yeah. But unless you're really going out and buying extra goods or services, you're not getting hit with this. Yeah. So it's not rent. It's not food. It's not the two big maybe costs that most people have on a monthly basis. You're renting your food, right? Those aren't impacted by the 1%. So that is also something to keep in mind. I mean, if you're not out just, you know, buying, buying, buying all the time, you're not contributing. Yeah. And the other side of it is a big portion of this actually comes from tourists. They pay it. Yeah. Yeah. What is it like 12% or something like that? I think they figured. I, yeah, boy, I'd have to go to the other (laughs) stack of stuff. Let's (laughs) see if I have that. 12%. Wyoming tourism, more than 12% optional one-cent sales tax, is paid by out-of-county visitors and tourists. Yeah. yeah. And you live in Buffalo, right? Yeah. yeah. So okay. you come up every day. You're contributing to it. I'll tell you what. So living in Buffalo, even over there, uh, my wife and I uh, pay their 1% tax on certain things that we get when we shop downtown. There's a couple stores over there we really like to visit. Uh, down here in Sheridan... Uh, this is where we do the majority of our shopping. You know, there's just there's just a little bit more here in Sheridan. So every time I do purchase something like that, uh, no matter what it is, most of the time, you know, she's got her favorite shops 
Urban thrift is one of our favorites in the world. We know that we're paying this tax. I walk away, and, and maybe I'm different, but I walk away knowing, okay, this contributes to so much good mm-hmm. in the city that it doesn't bother me. I see so much waste on the federal level. I see so much waste on the state level that I will support a tax that I know is going to good things. I won't support a tax that I think is getting thrown out and misused and and just honestly tossed out the window. Mm-hmm. Military spending is terrible. If you want to if you want to start attacking taxes, if you want to start trying to save yourself some money, you need to be bringing the attention of military spending waste to your legislator. Oh, who doesn't need a $1,700 toilet seat? It's just, it's amazing, man. Yeah. It will blow your mind. We lost $9 billion in the Iraq war. Lost it. Don't know they where it went. No idea. Right. No idea where $9 billion US dollars have gone. So, folks, vote for it if you want. Don't vote for it if you don't want it. That's where it all comes down to the people. You've been listening to Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Share it. From the simplest to the most complex electrical applications, Jackson Electric has the knowledge, experience, and reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or equipment. Jackson Electric expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agricultural. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. What if you had more time to manage your business operations, sell your products, or take a vacation? What if you had someone to pay your bills, handle your payroll, or watch your bottom line? Let the accounting professionals at Harker Mellinger add free time to your schedule by providing a cost-effective bookkeeping service, as well as adding useful management reports for your business. Call or visit Harker Mellinger at 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. And remember, the initial consultation